Donald Trump's attorney doubling down on his argument that Trump's request to then-Vice President Mike Pence to overturn the election is within his rights of free speech, saying it all comes down to the way he asked. When it comes to political speech, you can not only um, advocate for a position, but you can take action, you can petition, you can ask even your vice president uh, to pause the vote for but a period of time in order to allow the But you can't break the law, which is what this recertify. indictment alleges. What was it? It alleges what, that he what, caused what actions it? What like was approving it that was fake... Uh, okay, what well, was it? I'll tell you what the indictment... I'll tell you what the indictment... What was that? I'll tell you what the no, indictment no, I, says. The indictment says... It, right. that he attempted to cause actions like approving fake electors, opening sham fraud investigations, and obstructing the certification of the election. Whether he can prove that, that's going to happen in the okay, trial. Let's, I'm just let's, saying what's in the indictment. Yeah, but let's... Right, and let me take the first thing, the, the question about electors, okay? Alter, alternate electors are used in every four-year cycles, okay? The Senate parliamentarian acknowledged to Vice President Pence that they always receive protest alternate electors. None of those electors uh, were, were counted. Vice President Pence was completely aware of the, of the nature of the They of weren't the protest, counted because Mike Pence rejected the right this scheme. That's why they weren't Absolutely, counted. Absolutely, and that's how, that's how the... Of course, and that's how the political process works. But there was no defrauding. No, there was no uh, trickery. There was no deceit. Because, because, if, Do everybody because knew if Mike Pence had said yes, open. then so, that's no, exactly because, what would have happened. No, because... And that's only no, one... No, because but thankfully, I don't, with I don't freedom wanna, of the press... You I don't want to go down... You have to let me finish, though, because, you know... No, but you asked me a question, and I, I hope you can Go let ahead. me finish, because the, the government alleges deceit or trickery, and all of this played out in the open. It's all free speech. There was a Supreme Court decision, Hammerschmidt, which is right on point, that says when you're exercising free speech, you're not engaging in a fraud on okay. the government. I, and we, that's what, unfortunately, most people don't that's understand just one, in, That's in just this one context. example now, it's of very the political. actions. That's just right, one example but, but of the actions in this indictment. But you're entitled. And this is a long list that right. we've compiled from the from the indictment. I mean, there are it's more than a dozen right. not speech actions that the former president like allegedly what? took. Like what? I mean, how, where do I even like start? What? Tell the, me. Asking what the Arizona speaker to interfere with ascertaining Arizona's asking. electors. The Justice asking. Department to asking conduct a speech. But any, well, but any alleged is speech. But any alleged, any alleged, almost all alleged criminal activity has to no. do with using words and is speech. No, and that's that's listen. What you don't. You, you, no, what this you, is obviously the no, defense what, that you're going to use, and it will be fascinating to see how it no, works out but, in a court of law. I want to no, move on but, to another to no, another issue. No, no, and I got to tell you though. But but you make an interesting point because you're saying that asking is action. No, asking is aspirational. Asking is not action. It's core free speech. The press should be defending free speech okay. in this case. Let's talk about something else that you repeatedly said, speech. and that is that uh, the former president Anything. ultimately asked his vice president only for a pause in the electoral count. Uh, right. But it followed. That was one of the things. Weeks. Ultimately, the final the final ask. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. The final ask in the ellipse speech was that, which the was word, he, President Trump was following the advice of his lawyer. Okay. The word ultimately, I've heard you use many times, the word ultimately is doing a lot yes. of work in that sentence. I know you're intentionally using the word ultimately because that, that point, at that point. ultimately because it's the truth. I know. You're right. It is the truth because at that point he was asking for right. a pause. 
But it's only because it's only because it's only because for many, many, many other asks before that, what the former president was asking Mike Pence to do was to completely stop, stop it and reject it. And that is the point that Mike Pence well, is making. Me, it's that the, it got to the point where okay, can, he said pause because Mike Pence says I'm respond? not going to reject it. Sure. Okay. Okay. So what we have, and and many people don't understand this, is a is a memo from John Eastman, an esteemed constitutional scholar, laying out a number of scenarios. Those scenarios were presented to Vice President Pence. Um, he considered them, and as a constitutional matter, um, he rejected them. One of the last and the ultimate requests that, that President Trump made was to pause the voting mm -hmm. for 10 days to allow the states to recertify or certify uh, or audit, and, and Mr. Pence rejected that as well. After that, there was a peaceful transition of power. So that's how the constitutional works. Okay. What happened now, on January 6th was not peaceful. I want to ask you something about John Eastman, because I, I, you've I, talked a lot about well, how a he's, the, the, a, he's the, a respected constitutional uh, uh, right. attorney. The transfer he of power also, was certainly peaceful. Did you see what happened on January 6th? Did that look peaceful And by the way, did, did you... I'm not saying that that was in any way... Um, inappropriate, but the ultimate power of the presidency was transferred to Mr. Biden. We all know that. All right, let's talk further now. I want to discuss this with CNN contributor and former Nixon White House counsel John Dean. Uh, John, great to see you. I mean, I, I'd love to get your reaction to now, is this a window into Trump's defense? Well, it's hard to believe they're going to really push this defense in a courtroom. First of all, the judge could well put some limits on it. Uh, there's a lot of case law. Uh, these kinds of arguments have been argued, have been in court many times, but they've tried to say that the crime really was speech and uh, uh, the speech was protected by the First Amendment. It is not. They have so carefully drafted this indictment to avoid the First Amendment problems that it's, I think it's bulletproof. Uh, so I don't think this approach is going to work. It works publicly. He can get out and debate with uh, news people as to what the president was or was not doing. And then it's not a courtroom. It's in a very different situation. Also, he's taking the story out of context, where in court it'll be presented in a flow of, of facts and witnesses. And it's going to look very different when Mike Pence says, uh, he, in essence, was being told what to do and refused to do it. Uh, Lauro, you know, in that interview, you heard him. He says, uh, you know, asking is aspirational, not action. Um, is that what the law says, especially if it pertains to, I mean, there are attempted obstruction, uh, you know, charges in, in this indictment here. Um, why is attempted robbery, attempted obstruction, why are those crimes. People like Trump and like my former boss, Mr. Nixon, uh, often pose their commands as questions. Uh, at one point in the Watergate cover-up, Nixon said to me, don't you think it would be a good idea to pay Hunt the money he's demanding? That was, a, that was aspirational? Not at all. Uh, I, I didn't do anything in that particular instance, but you find that sort of thing with mob bosses often. Trump's suggestions, as Michael Cohn has explained, 
were often code language for what he wanted done, and people who were around him understood that. Everybody understood what Trump wanted. Uh, he, he wasn't fishing for uh, would the vice president do this, and the vice president didn't read it that way. So he might try to cast this as aspirational as a public relations argument. It's not going to work in court. In fact, uh, for uh, as, as it pertains to Mike Pence, the former vice president, just this morning, he left open the possibility that he would testify if necessary. Take a listen. I, I have no plans to testify, but uh, look, we'll, we'll, always, we'll always comply with the law. But look, I, I, I want to tell you, I, uh, I, I, I don't know what the path of this indictment will be. The president's entitled to a presumption of innocence. He's entitled to make his defense in court. There actually are profound issues around this uh, pertaining to the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and the rest. Uh, I'm confident he and his lawyers will litigate all of those things. So how might Pence's testimony undermine Trump's claims that he, you know, was asking, not demanding? Well, in many ways. And Mike Pence will not volunteer to come in. He'll get a subpoena that will request he show up at the courthouse uh, on a given day and time. So uh, his, you know, no intention to testify. He knows very well he's going to be requested to testify based on the indictment, and he's going to be an important witness. And his, his, his testimony will help to sink and convict uh, if any jury is fair-minded and looks at the facts. Uh, we also learned um, from this week's indictment that Trump accused Pence of being too honest. Uh, when the vice president said he, you know, lacked the authority to change the election results, uh, so that was an admission, is it not, from Trump that he actually did know what was right, that uh, people around him were telling him, uh, you lost, even though now he, through his defense, is saying it's what he believed. He believed that he won. Well, of course, Trump has denied that he made that statement. Uh, what he wasn't aware of at the time he blurted that, uh, that reaction out was that Mr. Mr. Pence was making notes, uh, so he has a contemporaneous note of what the president said. That's pretty persuasive uh, and very admissible uh, if they indeed contest his testimony. John Dean, great to see you. Thank you so much. Thank you.